John 4:34 Nasp Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of Him who sent me, and to accomplish His work. Sometimes, as we read through God's Holy Word, God in His grace, opens our eyes to a different awareness of a reality, that He wants us to appreciate and understand. Through the years, I have been guided into numerous levels of awareness in different areas. I'm pretty sure this never stops and because I am not known as being the brightest light in the chandelier, God in His mercy and grace, has, in a number of these areas of awareness that He has opened up to me, of necessity, had to repeat and expand on some. And yes, I sometimes wonder if I will ever get out of the primary grades of learning, that God in His wisdom, is walking me through. What I have learned, by experience, is to recognize that God is walking me through, what I call a theme, that He wants me to at least, get a basic understanding on. I'm pretty sure that I am not alone in this repeated endeavor, as I know of many brothers and sisters, having been walked through this same process. I don't know if you are like me, but I am always amazed how I can read over the same statement in the Bible, many times and then suddenly it all seems to change. One of the times where this happened to me was a few years ago when I read over again, for the umpteenth time, these words of Jesus, as recorded in Matthew 11:29, Nasp where Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The words learn from me really caught my attention. In this statement Jesus made, He directed us to do four things. 1. Take the yoke that He carried, upon ourselves. 2. Learn from Him. 3. See, comprehend, that He is gentle and humble in heart, and. 4. Find rest for our souls by doing steps 1 through 3. Number 2 really caught my attention. Learn from me. Steps 1, 3 and 4 are byproducts of the comprehension that we gain from step 2. Now, I've never seen Jesus, but I wanted to know Him better and here He was, telling me to do exactly that, by seriously looking at everything that I could about Him. That would mean, every word that He spoke, everything that He did and literally everything that motivated Him to say what He said and do what He did. And when you actually do that, many things that we read about in God's Holy Word, change, because it is no longer just what Jesus said but it is also why Jesus said it. If I was asked what was the prime motivating factor that Jesus maintained, throughout His entire ministry, it would be this, fulfilling the will of God the Father. Nothing else is even close. Everything that Jesus said, everything that Jesus did, was motivated by this singular factor. And when you are looking at this reality from a humanistic perspective, as in Jesus was just an ordinary man, which He was and is not, then this reality is just totally off the pain charts. Put yourself in His place hypothetically, as an ordinary man. The extent to which Jesus emulated this reality that He consistently spoke and acted upon, is astounding to say the least. Yet this is exactly what Jesus did. So much so that the writer of Hebrews could state the following in Hebrews 1 3-4 Nasp. And He is the radiance of His glory and the exact representation of His nature, and upholds all things by the word of His power. When He had made purification of sins, He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, to the extent that he has inherited a more excellent name than they. This is just a short post so I am not able to go into more of the many ramifications of how Jesus personified fulfilling his Father's will, but I will highlight one aspect of his motivation that I believe speaks directly to what we see so prevalent within the visible Christian Church today and that is with regard to the exercising of our rights. I will do this by asking you a question. What rights did Jesus lay down for us, in order to accomplish the will of our Heavenly Father? Think about who He is and the position that He lowered Himself to. Think about how He the Creator, willingly served us, His creation. Think about the earthly authority that He subjected Himself to. Think about the rejection and accusations that He withstood. 
Think about the shame, insults and humiliation that he accepted. Think about the pain and suffering he willingly subjected himself to. Think about the expression of love and forgiveness that he displayed to those who clamored for his life. And then think about the yoke that he carried, that he asks us to also carry. And then think about the gentle and humble nature of his heart, as compared to our hearts. And then think about about how and what we display to others, of how we have learned of him. And then think of the rest in him that emulates from our souls, for others to see. And then think about whose cross we carry, is it the cross for God's kingdom that Jesus carried, or is it a cross of our kingdoms that we have constructed of our own? And the reasons for the difference behind our motives and the motivation of Jesus? One thing, the priority of fulfilling the will of God our Father, over our own. When Jesus tells us to learn from me, He really wants us to take that to heart. And to say that we have gone astray, would be an understatement. Amazing how self-pride and self-realization still dwells within. All this from learn from me. Something to think about. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.